Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. All right, good morning, folks. Here's a look at how markets wrapped up overnight. And we saw U.S. stocks climbing the most since June, with bond yields retreating after economic reports boasted speculation that the Federal Reserve is getting closer to wrapping up its aggressive tightening campaign. And what's worth noting, investors flocking back to tech stocks. And this, of course, after what's been a difficult month for tech names and the wider market. Overall, we saw the tech-heavy Nasdaq gaining 1.7% to 13,900. 944. The S&P 500 climbed 1.5% to 4,498 for its best day in nearly three months. The Dow Jones Industrial Average added over 290 points or 0.8% finishing at 34,853. So for more insights, we're joined by Bill Baruch. He is the president at Blue Line Futures. Bill, thanks for joining us on the show today. Hi, thank you for having me. Hey, so let's get a bit of an overview first on how markets have been playing out. And it's been a pretty tough month for most of the markets, but it does look like things are starting to look up. Yeah, strong Strong finish today, strong day altogether. All I, I think you know, really coming into the week, the most important thing as a trader, as a manager to really digest was Fed Chair Powell was in, was in the rearview mirror. Jackson Hole is in the rearview mirror. The, the bulk of the earnings, the, the, all the earnings that mattered now are in the rearview mirror. And, you know, you have a little shakeout in the market. Negativity starts to mount. Sentiment starts to erode. And then you get these uncertainties now in the rearview mirror, which earnings were great. I, I think earnings are great. NVIDIA, despite the price action, was, was terrific. You know, then Fed Chair Powell in the rearview mirror, there's a lot of hawkish anticipation. And he was hawkish, but did he live up to that, uh, that high bar of hawkishness that a lot of the bank notes were sending around ahead of that? So, um, you know, once you kind of get that in the rearview mirror, less uncertainty, and then all you need is a nice, good piece of supportive news like the jolts today mm. and the eroding consumer confidence, which, which bring down uh, the Treasury rate and uh, the risk on day. But do not get too far ahead of yourself. Uh, we have uh, ADP payrolls tomorrow, and that has been a, a burden to the markets. I mean, although they have not been in line with non-farm payroll at all, the markets do seem to react to it. So we'll see. Is, does ADP come in hot again? And then we start to erode these gains or does ADP come in light? And uh, we'll, we'll have to see tomorrow. Yeah, with these, um, I guess, numbers coming through from the jolts, as well as the consumer confidence numbers painting a picture that maybe the U.S. economy is slowing down, perhaps enough for the Fed to take its foot off the pedal. That's giving some confidence to markets. Are you also looking at some pockets in the market to get more exposure from? Because recently, you've been cutting your holdings in technology to raise cash for an upcoming correction. Now, what is your thinking right now, especially when you look at Apple, which has just released the date for what we can expect, perhaps a new iPhone 15? Are you in the market for one? Uh, yes, we did trim. Uh, that was at the end of the July. Seems like a lifetime ago. Since then, uh, about a week and a week and a half ago, we've been putting some money back to work and uh, it kind of and, and being smart about it. Still got some cash to go, but we put about half, half of our cash back to work at this point. Yeah, Apple is uh, Apple's a name that we added to um, about ten percent off from where we sold it. And, and yeah, I think uh, you, you get a jolt of news like this iPhone launch. Um, it's something that can really help carry it, you know, out of, out, after a sell-off, it sparks some fresh catalyst to be a buyer and, and the technical support levels in Apple were hit too. So yeah, I, I think overall, there's definitely some idiosyncratic news to different tech stocks that, that, that give them a reason to rebound. I think NVIDIA was, you know, was right, unrightfully uh, sold a bit. So I think, you know, it's becoming a leader today, it could become a leader in the market if, if it were to continue. Again, I, 
I wouldn't get too far ahead of ourselves at this point, though. You know, I want to get through non-farm payroll on Friday and, and, and then reevaluate where we are. And, uh, we could be a lot higher by then, and I hope we are. Yeah, let me pick up on that NVIDIA news, right? We've got earnings coming through, and like you pointed out, some of them better than expected. NVIDIA, more optimistic than expected when it comes to the outlook and the latest numbers are also better than expected. So how bullish are you in NVIDIA, especially after the run we've been seeing more than 200% so far year to date? Yeah, it's one of our top holdings. Uh, in the top five, uh, if you're, you know, it, it, I, I think that there's room here to run. It's a really interesting situation. I think that it was positioning and, and sort of options positioning and, and squeeze in earnings, and that's where we just had a, a little bit of a cleanse. Uh, I think finding some stability here was was definitely a positive, uh, and, and making a nice little run. Uh, today mm. is something to build on, but but I think I think we're going to see the macro backdrop really be something that that uh, drives things over the next three three trading sessions, and and if we see if we see catalyst that's stronger in the job market than expected, uh, we're likely to see it rev up the uh, the, the treasury market, uh, rev up yields. And that's where we'll find ourselves. But uh, again, I, I think um, you know, I, I think that the sell-off in Nvidia, once that sort of you know, taken place for a couple couple sessions, it, it really was a buying opportunity, finding finding some good support. And I, and I hope that holds here uh, from where we finished the finished yesterday and rallied from today. Mm. We're in conversation with Bill Baruch. He's the president at Blue Line Futures. Now, Bill, another headline that's um, in the news is the price of Bitcoin surging overnight, jumping over seven percent. Uh, this due to perhaps the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit paving the way for perhaps a Bitcoin ETF to come. Them saying that it's wrong to deny Grayscale permission to convert their trust into an ETF. How much is that because of the, um, the ETF and how much is that a reflection of the risk on mood? And what's your thinking of crypto right now? You know, I'm not following it extremely closely. Bitcoin would be the one that I'd be following the most. Uh, it's still not very much, but I, I think overall, I think this is, this is a positive. I think the writing was on the wall that the, that the, that, that the, uh, the decision was going to go this route. I think the, the, the news that BlackRock has been, been stepping in a bit more is, is also been a catalyst for, for support to the market. And we'll have to see from here, you know, where it goes. Mm. But I, I, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's an all, all green light signal here or, or not, but I, I think it's definitely a tailwind to the space here in the near term. All right, and just to wrap things up, let's talk about China, Bill. Now, we've got a lot of things playing out, a lot of negative headlines recently, and some, I guess, optimism that we might see some form of stimulus. How are you thinking about China these days? Yeah, I think we need to see continued stimulus. I hope so. I, uh, you know, I like to see uh, commodities rally, like, like copper and gold. But, uh, yeah, it's all about the Chinese yuan at this point, and, and you know, as well as the uh, Japanese yen. I mean, they've been just been bludgeoned. A nice rally out of the hole today at the end, you know, on the Jolts news, and, and see if we can keep that going a bit. Is it, is it going to be? Um, I'm hopeful that the negativity is mounted enough in, in China that you know it, it, there there really isn't much worse that it can get, and and we just need a little bit of a positive momentum and, and start getting the ball rolling. So I'm upbeat, using a positive mindset on, on where we could go from here. All right, positive outlook for long term at least for China. Uh, we've been speaking with Bill Baruch, he's the president at Blue Line Futures. Bill, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you for having me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.